What's going on, Dunce's family? We are back with another episode. It's been a while. I won't lie to you. It's been three months. Last time we talked basketball was the Knicks. I think after that, everything was going to go downhill, so don't blame me for that. It was because we talked about the Knicks. But we are back, officially, kind of. I say we'll be back. Maybe next week we'll post another video. Once a year, know. baby. <laughs> Once a year. We're almost there. Uh, I am here with the biggest dunce possible, Isandro. What's up? What's up? Oh, Long time dude. no see. I miss I your beautiful you. faces that I can't see. Can you not see us, bro? Well, do you, well, you do. You, I don't know. I don't know why you do that. Like, you don't do what? put us all together, right? Like you. I mean, you, I'll like, do it now. Talks. I'll do it now. Nah, you don't do it. No, I don't want it. Anyway, okay. uh, I am also here, uh, Mr. J. What's up? And finally, we have a guest for our return to YouTube podcasting slash Spotify and all that stuff. Which, by the way, please listen to us on all social media platforms. Joel, what's up, man? Pleasure what's meeting on, you. Guys? What's going on? Yeah, nice to meet you. Yeah, you're, you're, a, you're a good friend. Well, from what I hear, you're a good friend of Isandro's, a Celtics fan. So that makes us enemies already. But it is what it is. How do you feel about uh, being on this pod, man? Let, let us know. How do you feel? Uh, it's, it's pretty cool because I have always wanted to just be able to just talk sports like this. Okay. Um, just talking sports. You know, I talk basketball with one other guy. Um, but you know, it's obviously to the side. But to get everybody's perspective, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Love that. Love that. And that's all we're looking for. Respect it's for everybody to listen, except me, Sandra, do get heated, and I love it because that's the best mm-hmm. content. So shout out to sports. <laughs> Even though yeah, Jay is uh, usually right. No, I was wrong. Else. Shout out, shout out Kevin Durant. He really proved me wrong. <laughs> that Kevin Durant Giannis. Well, that was the I, only one. That one, I mean, I, but that was I, I don't even want to talk about that anymore. But there was a lot that we we have to unpack, man. There was the play-in tournament that happened. You know, the Cavs didn't make the playoffs. It sucked, but it is what it is. And then in the playoffs, uh, I would have much rather have loved to see the Cavs over the Nets because the Nets got swept. My Nets got swept. By my Boston Celtics. Okay, well, you know what, Mr. Guest, don't (laughs) – you're – you're already making me regret this decision of putting you on. Well, whatever. Uh, let's. So Boston did win uh, in four, very convincing win. And I, I thought after that, honestly, honestly, and I said it to everybody, Boston, this was their championship to win. And and we'll get into it a little bit later. But I really thought that Boston had it all. But it is what it is. We'll talk about it in just a few moments. Uh, but also other things happened around the league. The Warriors won their fourth championship, right? Their fourth championship in the past eight years. That's insane. That's mad. With the same core, Clay Thompson, Steph, and uh, Draymond Green. What a team. Shout out the Warriors, man. And then other stuff happened. You had some trades. Christian Wood, my boy, the man I love the most. I am so glad that he is out of Houston playing in Dallas alongside Luka. And then we also got another trade in Jeremy Grant, traded for a first-round pick to Portland, which, honestly, it was a good trade because, in reality, Portland was looking at trading that seventh pick for jeremy grant and they ended up trading a 2025 first so pretty that was the milwaukee difference. bucks yeah that was the milwaukee bucks it's, it's it's a good it's a good trade that they got and uh also coaching changes darvin ham is officially the head coach of the lakers shout out darvin quinn snyder's gone from utah which i think isandra well i called it a few years back that utah was trash Asandra was like, we're no, the only, they're, well, they're actually, gonna, they're gonna do something good. You and Jordan were the only ones. The people I in the comment you. section were like, oh, they, no, you no, guys the are comment right. section hated us, and I was right. You guys so were right. screw you, comment section. No, uh, we need and okay. well, yeah, we do. Yeah, shut up the comment section. Uh, and finally, what else, man? 
that's pretty much it. Oh, the draft was today. Yeah, this is being recorded on June 23rd at around 10.30 p.m. So a little bit past my bedtime, but it is what it is. Uh, and then we had Paolo going number one. Crazy. I really thought it was going to be Jabari, but yeah, that is what it is. So there's a lot that I just mentioned. But today we specifically want to talk about certain topics. We're going to go into a whole big variety of things. It's not going to be sections like it normally is because it's just so much to unpack. But there's a reason why we have Joel here. His Celtics lost. But they at least made it to the finals. First time since 08 with a young core that's definitely bound to be there soon. But, Joel, I have a quick question for you, and I, I want to see uh, a Boston Celtics, a real Boston Celtics fan. Because I have some friends that are Boston Celtics fans, but they don't even know half the team. Mm. So what do you think went wrong in the finals? Uh, is it point guard play? Is it just defense just being, you know, discombobulated, just horrible shots being taken? I don't know. You tell me. What do you think was Boston's problem? So I think a lot of people would always ask me as a Celtics fan, they would constantly ask me, like, well, who, who do you see in free agency that, that you guys would want? People would always say, oh, you guys going to trade Jalen Brown? What can you get from Marcus Smart? And I would always say, I think we're good. That's what I would always say. I think we're fine. I think we just develop our guys, and I think we have a chance at winning a championship. I thought we had a lot, a lot of talent, and we were deep. I always felt like we were re a really deep team. Where we lost was not point guard play. It wasn't, you know, centers. It wasn't, it wasn't any position play like that. We just beat ourselves with the amount of turnovers. It was just this sloppy basketball that almost like we revert, we reverted to how we started the season. We started the season very 500. We didn't look good. Probably looked like we were going to get into the plane based off of talent alone just because we had Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on the team, we were probably going to make the play in, but we kind of flipped a switch where we started playing defense and stopped turning the ball over. And then the offense just found itself because we have a player like Tatum, we have a player like Brown. Right. So it just kind of found itself. So now we're in the finals and throughout the entire playoffs, I don't even, I don't know the exact number, but I think we were averaging around 16 ish turnovers a game. It was, high. It, 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 was high. it was really, really bad. Uh, and actually only the Warriors, I think, were worse. But they have, but we really played really, really bad uh, in, in the finals specifically when it came to turning the ball over. So I honestly think we beat ourselves. I feel like if, um, if we played how we did throughout the regular season from January onward, I think we actually beat them pretty badly. Um, I, yeah, because of our because of our defense and they're they're not and, and our, our toughness, the Warriors, they're good defensively because they're smart. They know where to be on the court and they play like a team. We were playing like dummies in the finals. So I just think we beat ourselves. I don't think it was a specific uh, anything really other than the Celtics beat our beat themselves and, and we cost ourselves a championship. So, so based off of, of what you said, the, the fact that they beat, uh, beat themselves, do you think, and I'm going to ask you, Sandro, on this one, do you think that it's just experience, that the Warriors have been there before, it, it just came down to the Warriors knew exactly how to play it, or could it just be that the Celtics really fumbled the bag? Because, uh, again, I'll say I really thought the Celtics had it. Like, I hate Boston with a passion, man. They, they have Tatum and Brown that should be on the Nets, but it is what it is. And I really thought that this team had it. What do you think? Do you think that it was the experience, the fact that they're too young? Like, like what, do you, what is your perspective on this, Isandro? It might have been because 
they played a much more like a much better defense against the Miami Heat and even the Bucks. Well, maybe not much better than the Warriors. With Miami Heat, were the best defense in the league, at least in the playoffs, in my opinion. Well, they they were and, second. I'm just saying, I'm not gonna. They were second to Boston. I'm, that's fine though. Sec, ahead, I'm saying like other than Boston, like the okay, best okay, defense that they fine. played. Yeah. You know, so the Warriors yeah. were not as good defensively as the Heat, and yeah. you know, Jason Tatum had one stinker, but he played good games throughout that series. But then we come against the Warriors and it's like, like, yeah, they're still good defensively, but for some reason, Jason Tatum's just not that guy anymore. Jalen Brown, you know, he did step up, but Jason Tatum just couldn't, he couldn't cope. So to me, I feel like it, because it wasn't the defense, it had to be like this being his first finals. But then again, like Jalen Brown, this is his first finals too. So it's like, I don't know. I don't know if like we should use it as an excuse, if we should use it as like a measuring stick, like, oh, it's his Mm -hmm. first finals, whatever. I don't know. Like, the right way to look at it well did so. you did you guys see the interviews of what they were saying it, it's like when you look at boston tatum is sitting in the bleachers you know reflecting he's like oh my gosh i'm in the finals what's curry doing he's at home with his wife or he's or he's in the gym shooting because i've been here before so while tatum's really reflecting he's taking this moment and he's like i'm in the finals i, I gotta be kobe you he's you see the tweet you see like all the stuff he's been posting about kobe and stuff right. and all the memes about it it's like he wants to be Kobe, so he's taking that in. I'm in the finals. I finally made it, and I think it was. I think it was in his head a lot. That's so, true, and I think Steph just had a lot more motivation, not yeah, just from one single source, but it was like yeah. so many things. Like people were questioning his legacy. People were questioning the words of legitimacy. Which is baffling you know? to me, bro. They were really questioning his legacy. It's, it's really not. Like, I mean, it's really not because like there's like. Yes, his rings are legitimate. Like, you could put an asterisk on no, every no, no, single no. ring. I, see, that's not even what I'm saying. I, I, I'm i talking about him as a player. I, I think his accolades speak for himself. Number one in three-point. Like, he has uh, had yeah. some of the best playoff runs. Like, he's he's great. So, his legacy, yeah. like, so that, that's, that's Do you guys think me. that he needed that finals MVP to validate nah. who he was? I You know what? I actually hated that question, seeing it on, on ESPN and stuff. I hated, hated. that question because I think it was just a – they're saying that just to kind of start a conversation. Because Steph Curry doesn't need a finals MVP. I mean, a finals MVP is nice to say, but it, it's not, not on his resume. Not on his right. resume. His resume need. is already solidified, bro. Like, he's yeah. good. But that's why I find it so stupid. But what I was going to say about, about Boston and, and Golden State, uh, one of the biggest factors, if, if you guys, obviously, just watching the game, but also looking at, at, at the plus minus, the box score, and just how Tatum played in the fourth quarter. Like, I get it. He's young, but Isandro alluded to it. Jalen Brown is his first finals, too. Al Horford, this was his first finals. And I get it. He's older, but, like, this was his first finals, too. He might have, you know, but he didn't crack under pressure, right? Jalen Brown, though he he did shoot the ball really well, and, and his efficiency offensively was solid when it came to actually shooting. But when it came to dribbling, bro, get get the ball out of his hands, bro. He cannot dribble the ball. And when he spins, it's it's easy turnover. Every single time, it's an easy turnover. So it, it, I, I agree with both of you to an extent. I think it does have to do with uh, the mental aspect um, and also just Tatum, just the pressure was just too much. But I will disagree with what Joel said when it comes to, to the point guard play. I think if you would have had a solid point guard, like not, not Marcus Smart. Marcus not even Smart a point guard, good. a playmaker. Yeah, but like, so if, like I was telling my boy, I was like, if, if Rondo was there, like Rondo at this age, I feel like he would have, been a solid player coach but they didn't really have that because Horford could do it but he's not a playmaker Horford is, is a big body in the paint right like that that's his that's his job 
you would have had a Rondo type player, somebody to, to just initiate the offense, put players in their positions to succeed. I really think this, this series goes like six. So uh, on the, on the Celtics. I didn't get that. Could you try again? But yeah. Well, so, so I don't disagree with that. I, I just think that if you look, and again, this is coming from a Boston Celtics fan. So you, you guys have seen our team, but I've watched a lot of games, right? So I've seen how through the past few years, like a long time, Marcus Smart has been the backup point guard, but he got drafted to be a point guard, not a shooting guard. Yeah. So when he come when he came into the league, I mean, he's playing at the two position for, I don't know, four or five years. And then every single time either Kyrie was hurt or, um, or Kemba was out, Marcus Smart would come and he would really step up as a playmaker. I think that the problem, I, I guess, I don't really, I'm not asking for a different player, but if Marcus plays as a playmaker and he plays like a, like a point guard, instead of trying to score 20, 25 a game. Yeah, he's really sporadic. Yeah. Because he, that's what he likes to do in those types of moments. So if he's stuck to just being a playmaker, he's a great playmaker. You know, I've, I've watched it in, in a lot of regular season games. And, and I, I'm, I'm not saying great comparing him to like CP. Yeah. Okay. I'm not comparing him to them. I'm just saying for our team, what we need, because we don't, I don't want him to do anything besides that, facilitate and shoot a three when, he, when, it, when he's open, you know, and, and drive on small guards. And, yeah. and that's all I'm asking him to do. I'm not asking him to do too much. And that's why I just feel like when people would ask us, ask me a lot, who do, you, who, do you got, who do you see in free agency? Who do you want? I really don't want anybody. I don't want anybody. I just want to stick with what we have because I really think that we have the guys to win a championship. And we saw it. I think we, we a lot of people saw how close we got. And a lot of people were betting on us. I'm telling you, man, I, I had you guys, even like, before the Nets, because I knew, I'll be honest, bro, I knew the Nets, they had no chance. So I knew that the Celtics, after that series, they were going to, you know, cruise. Now, against Miami, I was a little scared. I really thought if Jimmy would have hit that three, Me too. that's it, bro. Miami's going. Like, it's over yeah. with. Yeah. But but once, you know, once Boston, you know, got over the hump and they got it against the, the finals and uh, against the Warriors, I'm sorry. And then especially in game one, I was like, oh, man, no, this yeah. Boston, this is Boston's. In Boston in six, I was I was screaming it, and you know it ended up being the, the opposite. But I still feel like it's a it's a really good learning experience for them because they've already had so much success before, but they were never able to get to that hump, which was to get over that hump, which was to get to the finals. And now they went to the finals. Tatum learned. I feel like this off season is going to be one of his best off seasons. And if it's not the Nets, because I obviously don't think that the Nets are going to go, but whoever it is, I think. The Celtics are the number one team to go back to the finals this coming season. What do you guys think? Is there any other team that could potentially be there? You know, because Milwaukee had an injury with Chris Middleton. Maybe it would have been different if Middleton would have played against Boston and they would have won. But what do you guys think? Because I got I got Boston as from, from the, the team East. to beat in the East. Yeah. What do you, um, you guys, Sandro? I think it has to be either Boston or Milwaukee, depending on if the Heat do anything this season. I know that even if the 76ers do anything, I just feel like the, the cap and beat is amazing, but James Harden's a little past the, the hill. Maybe he, you know, he actually was injured and he's going to come back and he's going to be like 80% of what he was, maybe. But I really don't see Philly there. But um, like it really depends on, on Miami because if they get like a Bradley Beal somehow or if they get like another offensive option to really help them out. Because they were like a Bradley Beal away from 
you know, going toe to toe with the Warriors, Thanks. which is crazy. Um, yeah. So it's really between those two teams and the Miami's the sleeper team that kind of have the asterisk around. They're really depending on what they do in the offseason. No, no Brooklyn. No um, Brooklyn. <laughs> I don't really uh, You know, if you were to ask me that, if you were to ask me that a week ago, I'd probably say Brooklyn. Because Kyrie. I'd probably yeah. say Miami, you know, Boston. I would say about four teams. You know, I would say Brooklyn, Miami, um, Milwaukee. Well, I guess it's three teams. But um, yeah. because, because Brooklyn, I mean, let's just say they got Ben Simmons going. If they could ever pull that off and then Kyrie was still there, I felt like they would have had a chance. And I was scared of them coming into next year. Now, I don't know if you want to get into that whole thing now. No, we will. We will. Okay, yeah. But that, you know, now I, I clearly not Brooklyn. So I, I guess for me, I would obviously say Boston. Yeah. Um, and then I, I guess I am looking at Miami, depending on what they do in the offseason. Well, because they, they, they were this close. To, I mean, I – I was sitting on this couch back here. I was sweating bullets. I thought they had. It. I thought they were going to win. If you look at if you look at uh, Miami though, they might lose PJ Tucker, and and that, that's a oh, pretty I think big... they did. Oh, wait, is that's... it a? No, so he he uh, he decided to opt out of his contract. Now he can yeah. resign with them, but I think he might get a bigger deal somewhere else, maybe Philadelphia, and and that's a pretty significant loss for them because he's a really really good defender, and he was you know, he was clamping like he clams. He, so... he could go to Brooklyn. Don't tell me that. <laughs> don't tell. Don't tell me that. Please. I mean, I, um, I thought I saw something earlier that said he. Uh... Yeah, it said he opted out, and the Sixers are planning on offering him a three-year, thirty million dollar deal. Okay, so um, it's not okay. All right. Yeah, but I don't know how they're gonna do that with the cap space. I don't know. I don't know. The thing is that yeah, that'll be a significant loss, and I think Boston is gonna keep that core. They might sign a free agent or two. You know. Just you know, another spark plug off the bench because Derek White, you know, Derek White was great, but now I think they need you know a player like a like an Alec Burks type that they can trade for somebody like him, or a Will Barton type player, you know, just just a pure scorer like a Lou Will type, just a pure scorer off the bench that he don't gotta pass the ball, he just gotta go ahead and shoot, you know, get get some buckets off the bench and then from there bring bring their guys back because I think I really think Boston has it this upcoming season. But let's move on to. The Nets, man. Let's uh, we got to do it. Like at this point, so my so Nets. Sorry, Jason. You, you know, have to be the one to honestly, transition bro, us into this. Yeah, it, it's not even like that. Bro. Like I'm just, I'm just so tired, bro. Like I'm tired of seeing news that's like, oh, Kyrie might leave to go to LA and take twenty million dollars less. Okay, and like he don't care about the money, obviously. And but then you go and like you hear stories of, okay, oh, D might request out. You know, teams already you know making packages. And it's like Ben Simmons hasn't even suited up for us. And they're already thinking about trading him for like a John Collins. Like, bro, like there's so much going on. And I don't understand. This was supposed to be the Nets. Like these, these last two years were supposed to be our team. Kyrie, KD, Jared Allen, Levert, Dinwiddie. All these guys were supposed to be there. Then trading these guys away for James Harden. I knew after that, the domino effect was just going to be... Then trading James Harden away for Ben Simmons, who never suited up for us. Kyrie never getting vaccinated and then not playing until playing, you know, just so much going on. I want to get your guys' takes because I obviously have a lot to say, but I want to I want to see what you guys have to say on, on just the whole Kyrie situation. Let's not even worry about Ben Simmons or anything else. The Kyrie situation. Uh, Joel, you, you, you're a Celtics fan, so you saw Kyrie – and he promised to stay in Boston, and then he left, and then he promised the Nets he's gonna stay with us. Now we don't know what's going on. 
what can you say about Kyrie? Like, like about his not not about his game, but about what can happen potentially with Brooklyn. Like, what do you what are your thoughts on? So I guess I learned I learned firsthand, you know, <laughs> what, what Kyrie does. And the thing is, I, I actually am, am of a, I'm a Celtics fan who doesn't hate Kyrie. I don't hate Kyrie Irving that much because <laughs> I hate the fact that he's, he stomped on the logo. That was, that took it too far for me. That was, that was, that was a I little bit disrespectful. Um, and some of the stuff he says about Boston as if we lied to him, but he mm-hmm. lied to the whole city. You know, I, I, that's why I'm confused. So the thing with Kyrie is you just don't, you don't know what he's going to do, but you know he's going to do something stupid or weird. Right. He's going to do not even stupid. He's just going to do something weird. Like, I don't even hate his whole thing about like the, the vaccination. I mean, that's yeah. you know, whatever he wants to do, whatever. But just the, the attitude behind how he talks and stuff like that, that's what bothers me and the unpredictability of his movements and how he moves. So I don't see him in maybe actually, you know what? Maybe I see him starting the season off um, in Brooklyn. Um, maybe to the midway point deadline, and, right? And they try to deal him. Um, but do, do you think he opts in, or does he does he sign a new a new contract? Dude, it's Kyrie. <laughs> I I I don't know because because then because he's apparently really close with Kevin Durant. So if Kevin Durant talks with him and it's just like, hey, I've tried to get this whole team. This like you said, this was supposed to be Brooklyn, like. For these last two years were supposed to be about Brooklyn winning a championship, and they were so close because they had the pieces. Yeah. Um, so I, I have no idea. I don't and know. It, it sucks too. Before before I get your your take on this, Sandra, it sucks too because a lot of it was it was injuries, right? Like KD was out his first year with us, and then it, you know once we make the trade for Harden, you know KD was balling throughout that that whole season, right? But then Harden gets injured with the hamstring. And then in the in the playoffs, you know, Harden is out, he's in and out, whatever. Kyrie and, and KD are balling smack in Milwaukee. And then Kyrie goes down. Right. And it's just all of that, plus coming into the next season, Harden's fat and out of shape. Kyrie is like, again, with the whole vaccine thing. And I'm not hating on, on the whole vaccine thing too much. Cause again, you know, to each their own. And I feel like that was a stupid mandate from the beginning, you know, because all because, you know. The Yankees decide, oh, we, we want we don't want to be vaccinated now. Uh, you know, they change it up, which it is what it is, whatever. But the thing is, for the team, for the sacrifice of the team, I, I feel like it could have been done. He could have probably just put his pocket aside and be like, you know what? This is for me to win a championship. The thing is, he already has a championship. So it's not even on his mind. Like He doesn't care. And then you've got Harden, who's, again, fat and out of shape. He's not really there. You trade him for Ben. Ben is supposed to make his debut. Then he gets hurt, like, a lot of it has to do with injuries. At the same time, like Kyrie, there's just little things that it's like you don't have to do the things that you're doing, and now you're just making it even worse for yourself and for for my Nets, bro. Because like we don't deserve. Well, I don't know what we deserve to be honest. The Nets suck. But Isandro, what are your takes on this? Because I'm I'm really about to start crying. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a lot. Let me just try to think. I think he's gonna opt in. I think this is all just really a bluff. Like you said, Katie and Kyrie are they're definitely constantly in communication. The Nets, their hesitancy over everything is very real, but I do think that Kyrie is going to opt in and this will be his last season with the Nets championship or not. 
unless maybe if they win a championship, then, you know, but I really see him like, regardless if they win a championship or not, he'll pull a Scotty Pippen, he'll leave, you know, I think this is going to be it, but he will definitely opt into that last year because like, who's, who's really going to pick him up? Like who, who has the, the teams that he wants to go to? If you saw his list, I don't know if you no remember, maybe you could tell, none of them have cap space. And like the team, like the, the Lakers, people are saying the Lakers, who, who are the Lakers going to give up to get them? So KD wants to play with Russ again. Come on. Yeah. But I think Russ's contract ends next year, right? This, this is his last, this is his last year, right? Yeah. So there's got to be some kind of court. Like this could be nothing, but there's got to be some kind of, correlation between Kyrie opting in and then you know this is going to be Kyrie's last season at Boston and this is going to be Russ's last season on the Lakers maybe LeBron will play his maybe well I think next year maybe maybe. but also it's LeBron's last season too I don't know to be honest with this whole Kyrie situation but I do really think that um he'll play another year for the Nets just because of KD my my only well my big thing too is like what other what team is going to offer him a long-term deal like what, what he's looking for because his contract, it could be long-term, fine. But there's going to be an incentive base, or there should be an incentive base. Like, you have to play a certain amount of games to get a certain amount of money. You know, uh, it, it has to come down to, you know, the vaccine, you know, the cold COVID thing. That, that might be a part of his contract, too. A lot of it is going to be based on what are the terms of that contract. And so far, it looks like Kyrie isn't willing to do any terms. You know, he just wants to get paid, which by all means, bro, you can get paid and do whatever the hell you want to do. But you got to show up to to get paid. Like, I don't I don't understand. Like, what, what's so difficult about that? Just show up. Be there. Be there for your team. Be there for your boy, KD, who you brought to Brooklyn. Like, he wouldn't be there if it wasn't for you. So, so do like, ah, that pisses me off. But, but, you wouldn't, but, but we're asking, like, who who's going to offer him this contract? And we're saying that it's going to be very heavily incentive-based, but somebody's going to give him a contract. It's Kyrie Irving. But is it going to be, is it going to be who what is he it going wants? To be, yeah. Exactly. But, yeah, we're saying who, because we genuinely can't think of why anybody would want to. But it's blowing, I guess it's just blowing my mind personally, like, but he because will talent, still get right? a contract. Or right. just he still will get a contract. Like, he still will be on an NBA team because he's just that good. So yeah. no matter his problems, the, the problems that he brings into the locker room, to the organization, lies, spitting on your logo, stuff like that. You know, he, he'll bring it all, but he will still get paid and he will still get a contract. But it's probably not going to be this big bag, but he's still going to be on an NBA team. And that's the thing. He deserves a big bag. Like, like his talent deserves a yes. big bag. Yeah. But his personality deserves nothing. He deserves zero. He, yo, did you – I don't know if you guys saw this, but on, on ESPN, on the first take, Stephen A was talking about, you know, some stuff that was going on in Brooklyn. And he said that, you know, after practice, after the Nets practice, Kyrie would gather like five or six players from the Nets and do his own practice after without practicing with the team originally. Like he wouldn't go to the Nets practice and then create his own practice with the team. Like, I, know, I never heard that. How, how baffling is that, bro? Like that's, that's what to think about. That stuff can't like be that, real. Bro, well, I mean, I never heard I, that. You, know, you never know. Stephen A. Smith is the one who said it. Stephen A. Smith comes up with a lot of stuff. But it, if that is true, bro, it, it, it doesn't even surprise me if it's true. Because, like, it's Kyrie. Kyrie is weird, bro. Like, it, it, I don't know. I love him as a player. One of my favorite. My favorite I have his jersey. Watch, period. I so still I. have his jersey. I, it's a, I like him as bro. a player. I loved watching him in Cleveland. You still have his Celtics jersey? 
I still have a Celtics jersey. I, I'm not burning it. You paid <laughs> money for that. Why would you? Yeah, I yeah, wouldn't I, burn. The only one I would I, might I might burn is the Harden one because I hate him. But yeah, continue. Sorry. Just just get it to me, bro. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think it'll. It doesn't even fit me. It's freaking extra small. It's when I was skinny. Um. But anyway, let's uh, let's move on, man. I, I don't want to talk about the Nets anymore. I just get depressed. Um. There was actually other stuff that I didn't mention in the opening. Well, uh, the DeAndre I, Ayton. Oh, go ahead. Control. Yeah. No, no, no. no, no I, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking, how do you guys feel about Chet Holmgren? Oh, I love it. You do like him. I love his cockiness. I love it. He's not going to be, like, amazing, but I think he's, he's a good pick. I think this is a really bad draft, actually. Wow. I, I, I don't like <laughs> a lot of the – I don't like a lot of – actually, I, the, the, the attitudes that I've been seeing within, like, last year and this year – I genuinely have not. If I if I was a, if I was a GM, I'm not I'm not touching. I don't like Chet. I don't like him. What? I, I like his, his his talent or is or is it's a little just, bit of both. It's it's his frame. It's it's his frame. Um, I I keep I hear people say like, oh, who's he gonna post up? Why would Chet Holmgren post up? That's not yeah, his game, right? that's like that's just not like that that argument's dumb. I just mean his size. I think that they you know he's young. And then you got these twenty-five-year-old. I mean, Giannis. We have got we have guys with bodies like that going at him. If I'm a GM, I'm not drafting him because of that. Then I don't really. I think he'll be fine. Like I think his career, he might average like twelve points a game. But is that a number two pick? What? I really don't see him. Twelve and ten on good efficiency. Uh. That's not a number two. That's not a number two pick. And that's what you just drafted. There's been worse number two picks, though. Yes. Which, that's what I'm not saying he's going to be a bad player. But number two, I think mm. he went really, really high. And that's But just, he was top three projected, though. That's I know. That's just me. That's just me. I, I would have picked Ivy. I would have picked Smith. Um, there's a bunch of guys. Smith went third? Where did, when, where did Smith, Smith go? Smith went third. Yeah. Smith went thirds. Man, that's what I was really thinking about. See, Nah, I, I disagree a lot, like a, like a lot, a lot on that. Because you got to remember the NBA has transitioned a lot to players like Chet. It doesn't matter how tall, how skinny he is, because you got players like, like you mentioned, like Giannis, right? Giannis, Giannis became built, but he came to the mm-hmm. league like as skinny as Chet, right? How did he so, play? How was he? He was raw. But, but you got to remember, the, the league at that time wasn't – it wasn't like that. Like, it wasn't like how it is now. It's just, it's soft now. Let's be real. It's soft. So, the way Chet – the way he's going to come in, he's going to come in a little bit like Kristaps did. Like, you know, like he's going to have a little Kristaps to him, you know? Like a little – he got that shot. He, he's more of a perimeter player. He's a Is that his peak, foot. though? Like, like the players yeah, you're mentioning. I, I, I think become, that's, like, my, that's my problem. Is oh, he has no – like his peak is like his, – His ceiling to me is not superstar. He's not it's, a superstar. It's Chris Steps, which is borderline star. Which, maybe. okay, you know, I'll, I'll agree that he's not superstar. And I, that's I who you draft. That's what I'm saying. That's who Jaylen, you draft. Yeah, or Jabari, in the top five. You, and in the top five, you're looking for who's going to give me superstar potential to change my franchise. Because you're, you're in the garbage. That's why you have the number one, number two. That's why you have those picks, because you're not a good team. So, you want to get somebody who's going to come in and transition your whole thing, everything. And especially it was the Thunder who drafted him. I mean, do they think Chet's going to be their superstar? Because they don't have a suit. They have – well, actually, they have Shy. I forgot. No, Shay is a superstar. That's, that's my, my superstar. Yeah, that's my bad. But, He's, but 
but you want another one, and it's Chet the superstar. Well, Giddy, Giddy's good. a superstar. <laughs> I, <laughs> Giddy's good. I like Giddy. No, I like him. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, I, I understand what you mean, but I, I, I just think I think the fit is perfect. Like I think the the fit with Chet is perfect. I think that's what they drafted. I think they drafted I, I do. the best fit mm-hmm. for the team. And he maybe he won't be a superstar, but I could see him being like a super 12 and 10. You know, like like, like, I like, could see. like 12 like 12 and 8 you know so nah, like i can see i can see him averaging around 18 like, maybe 18 like 16 10, 16 you know, i'll like give that. him 16 and 10 you know maybe not in his rookie year. year maybe around, around rookie year? <laughs> yeah, an inefficient right. 15 and 10 probably 15 He's, is crazy for him bro 15? wait you gotta remember he, yo he he's he was shooting 39 percent in college Right now, now of course, college, you know, college NBA is different. From three, from three, from three, but he was shooting thirty nine percent. That's good. That's good. That's, that's good. great. That, that, he's good for you know, somebody his size. That's really good. He's he's one of three players that like do that, you know, in his rookie season, right, in his freshman in his freshman year. Like he's so, I, damn, that's wild to me that you're saying that because I really think that he's gonna be he's gonna be a good player. Now, is I mean, he gonna be better than than Smith? Absolutely not. I think Smith no. is he's that's a superstar. Like he's going to be like the best player in a few years, I think, because he's he's that talented. But what about what about uh, Banchero? He's in Orlando. Orlando's gonna mess it up somehow. So I don't. <laughs> which which not... is sad because I actually I thought he was. I think him going number one. I'm I'm good with that. I actually think he's the best player in the draft. Um, Ooh, but nice. I, but I am. I mean, I'm pretty high on Smith too, though. Like, I, I do like both of them, but but I feel like Paolo, him going to Orlando, I think you're right. It's gonna. Well, the fit just isn't in Orlando. Yeah, you look, mean... you look at the team, the team that they got. You know, they got Wendell Carter. Who can't I mean, he could shoot, but like, you you want him? He's like Al Horford. You kind of want him a little bit more in the post. You know, when yeah. he first got into the league, and then you got Paolo, who is an offensive skilled four, right? Like he's. He can get, you know, to his spots, whatever, but he would need a good point guard alongside him to get him to the spots, right? Like, and then you got Jonathan Isaac who's coming back from injury. You know, you got Mo Wagner. You got Franz Wagner. Like, these these big dudes that can play the position that, that he got. I don't know. I felt like Jabari would have been a better pick because he's a better defender. Paolo is not – he's not a good defender. Like, let's, let's be real. Like, Jabari is a really good defender. I think a 3 and D player for them would have been way better because that would have just made a Jonathan Isaac trade even – more simply, trade him out because he he's not gonna he's not gonna fit with that team now. But mm-hmm. now with Paolo there, you kind of still kind of want to keep Jonathan for his defense alongside Paolo, but they also can't play together because offensively they don't work together. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's why I think the fit is bad. Unless they're like brewing up a trade, you know, possibly trading Markel and Wendell for for another solidified wing. I don't know, but does Orlando really have like have an incentive to do that? Like not really because they're not gonna do anything this year either anyway, right? So, I think Paolo was good, and I would have loved him more on the Rockets. I think the Rockets would have been a better fit for him. But is he better than Smith? Absolutely not. Is he better than Holmgren? Yes, but only because he's bigger. Like he's he's a little bigger. But I don't know, man. I still I don't know. What do you think, Sandro? Well, you're I don't know. I agree. No, I mean I agree. I think what you're saying is kind of general consensus. What everybody's thinking and feeling. But maybe there's just something that the Orlando front office sees that we don't, which has never been the case with Orlando, but maybe this one time it (laughs) it actually is going to come off that way. Sacramento. But look, remember, hey, they they, they turned it around, right? 
because they traded Vucevic for the Bulls pick. What did that Bulls pick turn into? Turned into Wagner. Top three in, a, Wagner, in, in rookie of the rookie of the and, year. And I remember five, when, when I did five, the I uh, when I did the mock draft, I didn't even have Wagner in that in that pick. And I was so I was pissed that they picked him. And he's nice. Like shout out Mo Wagner. I was actually pretty I was pretty high on uh on Mo Wagner when he was getting drafted. Me I remember too. I wanted Boston. <laughs> I wanted Boston to grab him. Um, yeah. I liked him a lot, but he didn't turn out. He didn't turn yeah, out I mean he's okay. Solid. He's a, he's he's a okay. good trash he's talker. Good. He's a good like role that. player. He's fine. Yeah, he's. Cool. I mean his brother's better. But whatever. It yeah, is. Brother. But yeah, um, his brother's better than him in his first season. That's yeah, crazy. yeah it's crazy. That's wild. That's wild. But um, let's let's move on from that. Unless you guys have something else to say. Well, maybe uh, we'll I wanted to get you guys. Just, just your your take on Chet because I I feel like I haven't been able to talk about that one. That's all. No, no, that's fine. I love that. I love because I actually did want to mention something else in the draft. Um, I don't I don't really understand what the Kings like. I I, I get what they're doing, but also don't like. I love the pick that they have. But the, you know, Wait, what did the Kings do? Can you fill Can you fill me in? So the, the Kings the draft. drafted um oh, what was, what's this kid's name? Keegan Murray. Um, Keegan Murray. You drafted Keegan Murray. Well, great, you know, solid player. I, I like the way that he plays. Uh, he's a wing. He plays a lot like Halliburton. Like I, like, I see him and I'm like, why did you trade Halliburton? Like, you, he's a very, um, how does, how, you know how Levert plays, Isandro? Like, he's very, like, sporadic with, with the way that he just dribbles the ball, gets in the play, whatever. Tyrese is the same way. This kid is exactly the same way. Like, why did you trade Tyrese Halliburton in the first place? Like, again, I love the pick. Love the pick, but I thought that they wanted to trade that pick because they traded for Sabonis and they want to make the playoffs. But instead, they're gonna try to develop a guy, even though they didn't want to develop Tyrese. And what? Are, Why did what they are trade? The Kings, what are the Kings doing, bro? Like you don't even know. I I love Davion Mitchell. I love De'Aaron. De'Aaron, I still feel like he's one of the most underrated guards. I feel like he should have gone to Boston. That would I I said that last year when it when before. You know, when when I was thinking, yo, if De'Aaron wants to wants out, Boston would be the best team for him because he could be he just you know facilitate whatever. But that that, would, that actually happen. would be nice. A lot of that speed, nice. and he plays hard. That he's got a lot of spacing be. around him. Yeah, yeah. that would have been that would have nice. been a good you know. But sadly, they didn't happen. You know, they they traded some force bonus, but they gave him Tyrese, bro. Like they could have had De'Aaron Tyrese, and then drafted Keegan Murray with the fourth pick because that's their own originally owned pick. And they traded Tyrese, who wanted to be like it's just everything zero cried. sense to me. I would have cried too. Well, not you know, King sucks, but like I <laughs> meant <sorry>. like <laughs> I meant like I would have cried because I gave everything to that organization and I told them exactly my plan, and now they just trade me like that. I don't know. It's, it's just really so crazy because it was an it's an L organization, and you know it too. But you go there and you you know I'm gonna change this organization around for the better, and they don't want to change, and they get rid of you. The one person Nasty, who actually bro. wants to make a difference. Nasty. It's like why am I putting forth all this effort? It's like what's the point? It's like being a Celtics fan. Okay, watch him out. Um, but <laughs> and for Sabonis, and for Sabonis, yeah, he's trash. I mean, not Sabonis that trash, too. He's, I mean, he's he's good, he's but like cool, he's not a needle mover for that yeah, team. No can't even play a lick of defense he's worse than me that's not true but uh let's uh now move over to the deandre Ayton thing that i want to mention before hmm. yo where do you think he's going because the pistons oh, just traded for jalen duran who i thought was gonna be a great pick for um charlotte but charlotte went with another center which is fine but charlotte originally drafted jalen duran traded him to detroit 
throughout that process, I'm thinking, yo, Detroit made a good pick in drafting uh, the guard. What's his kid's name? Shaden Sharp? I think it was Sharp or Dyson Daniels. I forgot who they drafted. Um, but they drafted a guard to play alongside Cade, which I personally love. Um, yeah, Killian A's. He's a bust. Get him yeah, out of there. Yeah, get him out of there. Um, but whoever they drafted, what, what was his name? Uh, Joel, do you know? What are you talking about from right now? Yeah, for the fifth pick. Uh, that was Jaden Ivey. Jaden Ivey, Jaden Ivey. Okay, so they drafted Jaden Ivey. Uh, so now they got Cade, Jaden Ivey, Stewart, Sadiq Bay. You know, they have a solid team. And then, they you know, they, yeah, I like they, team. they trade for Jalen Duran. But I'm thinking, bro, DeAndre Ayton has expressed interest in trying to play with, with Cade. Do you think that, you know, DeAndre Ayton going to, to Detroit would be – not not I'm not saying championship team, but do you think that they could be, like, at least a play-in, definitely top six? You know, like, what do you, what do you guys think? If, the thing is, is that he, even the best case scenario He's going to stay on the Suns, bro. Because the Suns, they're not going to give him a contract. Other teams are going to give him the max, and then they're just going to be, you know what? We're just going to match it. So they're going to yeah. match whatever other teams give them. And they're going to trade him. though. That's that's what they're that's what they're doing. Like he's gone, bro. Like he. Yeah, I think done. they said it was going to be a sign and trade, something like that. Where they like they're done. They don't match want him. It, but still trade it. It doesn't matter. They don't want him because of his attitude. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I think um, I think it's just Starver's kind of or Sarver, however you say his name. He's kind of cheap, isn't that? Why, why are they getting very cheap? Well, that was one issue, and then also in the playoffs. Come on, he played 17 minutes in Game Seven because he just he quit. He quit on the team, and I I really I mean I love DeAndre. I think he'd be a good addition on Brooklyn, uh, but I I think a trade is is inevitable, and I thought Detroit would be the best team but if there is a trade out there what do you think is the best team what do you, let's start off with Isandra on this I want, I want to see what, what you got the best team the most realistic team to trade him to yeah most realistic slash best yeah well if it's not Detroit I have no idea like maybe Portland can come up with something they have a lot of assets they have a lot of things they trading can Nurkic I can see that trading Nurkic, get rid of Nurk. possibly get rid uh, of Nurk. Um, Possibly another player. They just got Jeremy Grant. So Dame, Anthony, Jeremy Grant, Adrian J. Eden. That's a playoff team. Maybe a, a strong second round exit. Third, you know, Western Conference Finals if they get lucky with injuries. Right? Um, honestly, Detroit was going to be it. Any other team than those two would have been kind of unrealistic or we would have had to like do some kind of gymnastics to make it work. Right. Um, dream scenario you get rid of Ben Simmons you trade him to Brooklyn you get DeAndre Ayton Kevin Durant uh Kyrie Opson uh miraculously um they go on to win the championship uh DeAndre Ayton proves all the doubters wrong at that point just trade DeAndre Ayton for Russell Westbrook oh what do you think uh Joel what do you think Joel what do you what do you got what do you think is the best Um, team for DeAndre you know what after you said after you said Portland that team would sound very nice they do have the assets for it, but I also, I mean, what did what did Charlotte do? So uh, Charlotte, they drafted originally drafted uh, Jalen Duran, traded that pick away, and then drafted another guard to play alongside uh, Lamelo, and then they a few picks down, they drafted I believe it was Williams, was it Mark Williams? I don't know, but they drafted a center, a shot blocking center, um, which I think is a good pick, but I would have much rather have seen Jalen Duran. But I mean, do you think Charlotte would be a good? destination for for DeAndre yeah I think Charlotte plays there's a lot of young guys over there um and they've got a a very nice culture going for young guys like that who want to kind of be in the limelight 
because that's just kind of the guys, um, Lamelo, Bridges. Which I don't know what's going to happen with Bridges, but you know, if he would ever, because um, I think he's supposed to sign a contract this year. I think. Yeah, he's I, I believe that that's their like number one um, priority. And and I hope and I hope he signs back with Charlotte. I hope he signs back with Charlotte. Um, but if if they can get something with in Charlotte. Um, like a possible like, like Gordon Hayward trade or something. Yeah, something like that because um, Gordon Gordon Hayward was also, um, I think they were shopping him. Yeah, they uh, are. And then they got a few guards over there that they can probably throw in for him because yeah. it sounds like they just want to get him out because he's a great player. Yeah. Um, sounds like they just want to get rid of him. So I've, one one team actually before before you continue, but one team that was mentioned or rumored to be potentially interested. Was the Atlanta Hawks, you know, trading John Collins, uh, possibly um, just what's his name, the kid that they drafted last year from Duke. Oh, I forgot his name. Whatever he's tra- Jalen Johnson. Uh, they're you know potential rumor packaging them to, uh, and it was going to be a trade to Sacramento, but it didn't happen. So you know, now they're thinking maybe they could you know make a package for DeAndre. You think the Hawks would be a good pickup uh, for DeAndre? What do you guys think? No, no, no. I, I think they're the same team. It's the same team. Sideways move, yeah. It, really? it, it becomes the same team because, I mean, it's. I, I know him and uh, and Clint are different players, but they're about the same size. Um, and how, how often do you see Trey Young? I mean, Trey Young is a facilitator. He has his hands on the ball a lot. So how yeah. often would you see him kind of deferring now to DeAndre Ayton? I feel like he's just going to do the exact same thing he did with uh, Clint Capello, just throw him a bunch of lobs, um, have him get rebounds. Uh, maybe a couple times in a game, you know, have have him post up. But I think Aiden, one of his things was he wanted to he wanted plays around him more. I think that was one of the things he was complaining about that he wanted the ball more. He wanted some more some more action that way to be a first option. Um, and he's not going to do that in Atlanta. I mean, he's just not going to do that anywhere. But he's definitely not going to do that in Atlanta. Definitely not. I mean, that's one of the reasons why John Collins wants to leave. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, John Collins isn't exactly the type of guy you want to run plays through, but one of his biggest complaints throughout his entire tenure for the Hawks is they're not running anything through him. It's all, it's always Trey Young, Trey Young, Trey Young. So yeah. it's not going to change with DeAndre Aiden, who's literally only ever been used in that role with CP3 and Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. And so do you guys think that this is like kind of where the big man is at? Like DeAndre Aiden is great. He's, he's a really good big man, but the Suns are saying, yo, JaVale McGee is basically doing his job and he's doing a little bit better because he's a little better defender. Like, is this just like, like the big man is just dead. Is, is this just how it's going to be like for future nah, draft picks? It's just DeAndre Aiden because like, don't let the CP3 effect fool fool you. DeAndre Aiden is great, but he's not like, oh my God, he's like, I must have this guy because we, there was a point in time that we were like, yo, uh, DeAndre Jordan, this guy is going to be the best center in the league for, for the foreseeable future. He goes to Brooklyn. It's like, oh, Oh, this is who he is. Don't ever mention that name in Brooklyn in the same sentence ever again. I hate that poem. <laughs> but you, you of all people, should know yeah, what I'm talking I hate, about. I hate him so much. But Chris no. Paul makes his big men big, like better. But remember, you know, so DeAndre Ayton was a number one pick, bro. Like, like he was picked. It was an pick, undeserved bro. number one pick, though. Nah, nah. Do you come on. Think it was no. undeserved? You saying? No. Nah. I mean, obviously, Luca. I mean, come on. Okay, in no, the hindsight, but, but, but yes. I will say, but look, but at the time. You he's know, not a bad number one pick. I'm just no, saying there. Okay, I just want to say that. Yeah, he's not a bad number one pick. Nah, yeah. definitely. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying because there were two better players in that draft who went lower than him, it's always going to be that revisionist history, you know? 
Like, oh yeah, yeah, DeAndre is cool, but you could have had Luca, you could have had Trey. But know? I do think I do remember seeing during that draft a lot of guys were like, "Hit what he's giving you now is what he's going to give you in the NBA, and what he's going to give you for the rest of his career." And then he does it his first year, which is this, you know, 18, 17, between like 16 and 20 points a game um, and 10 rebounds. And that's what you're going to get every single game is what you're going to get from him. And I do see that continuing. And he's going to be one of those guys where his numbers have a lot. They have, you know, you see the numbers and you're like, wow, this guy must have been really good. But it doesn't always translate to to wins. So I think that this just, that's just what he is. So DeAndre Ayton is one of those guys which I like, and I would like to have him on it. Like in Boston, cool, great. He'll be he'll be nice. Yeah. I mean, I like Rob. I don't want him, but I'm saying you know. I'd rather Time Lord to be honest. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I rather Rob. Yeah, I rather exactly. Rob. But I'm just saying he's one of those guys that you would want on your team because yeah. of what he brings to the table. Um, but he's not a winner. He's not. He doesn't have and, that winning mentality. I don't think. I don't think what, so. Me neither. Which doesn't take us? away. What? What did you say, Jason? Do you think anybody on the Suns has a winning mentality? Because they all suck. Shout out Chris Paul. Though. Book. Maybe Devin Booker. Book. Uh, I, I don't know. After, after him and Kendall, you know, there was going a little something. They, you know. Oh, they broke up, by the way. If you guys didn't know. They broke up? He hit me up. I didn't know that. That's um, crazy. It's because he That's lost, crazy. probably. I'll but send yeah. my condolences to her. Yeah. Wow. Not to him. Not to that guy. This guy. <laughs> oh, single life. Listen, uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, I, I don't know, bro. Like, I. That was that was the biggest choke I've ever seen in CP3's career, honestly, in, in my opinion. That I think that's, that's the biggest choke. Because Dallas wasn't even supposed to be there. And they, bro, the way that they defended CP3 and the way that they abused him on offense, bro, that was insane. Oh, and speaking of, do you guys think Dallas, uh, with this trade with Christian Wood, and, and do you guys think they have, like, another move on their way? And if they do, can they, can they repeat as Western Conference? I fans? wanted it to be Jeremy. I wanted it to be Jeremy because – Luca, Jeremy, and Christian Wood would have been so nice. Oh, and then oh Devin, wait, and okay. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I yeah. thought you said like Christian not instead. Wood, no, Jeremy. they needed to. Be. I thought you said instead. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. With, Especially because I knew I didn't think he was going to be this cheap, but I knew he was going to be like pennies on the dollar because yeah. Detroit missed their opportunity to really cash in on him at the deadline. They were talking Patrick Williams, but then they, I think they wanted Pat in like something else too. I, I hate him, Patrick. by the way. I hate Patrick him. Williams. Oh, yeah, I hate him. I think he's not what? worth a dime. I think he's not worth anything. You honestly think, are giving me the hottest takes, and I love he's it. He's definitely worth more than a 2025 first-round Milwaukee pick, though, to I, be honest. I, I don't – I don't like. I just don't like him. I don't like you, him. You know who, who the Fab should go for? They should go for OG Ananobi because he's on the market. He's he's not on the market. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. yeah OG is the future. No, huh? but I think I saw – I think I saw something like that, he's too. on the market. What? Because yeah. Scotty's – Yeah, that's why. Scotty, Scotty, They're, like, bro. the same kind of player. Basically, Basically but the whole like, team is first of all the whole team is the exact same player. It's just yeah, Scotty's better than them at doing what they them. also do. <laughs> yeah. He kind of does everything that they do in one play. Better, but he, they do the same yeah. thing. They all can shoot a little bit. They're all about six seven. They're all Swiss all, Army knives. They all play if, defense. If they can trade, if they could, you know, get together a package of Josh Green, Tim Hardaway Jr. and like I don't know who else do we have on the team. I don't know. They trade like Jalen Brunson signed a trade because there's no way he's nah, staying no, no, in no, Dallas. No. He's not staying in Dallas. They can't afford him. Don't don't disrespect me right now. I'm not keeping his money. They, no, they can't keep him. No, nope. nope. they're gonna lose him, him for no, nothing. No, you're done. No, well, no. What, what was his contract at? Like ninety? He was at one. No, wait. Like what? What they want to pay him? Well, like what? What was his potential earnings? What, what was he supposed to get? I believe that. 
um, they are willing to offer him around 90 million. It was like 90, right? 90, 90 for how many years? Four, I think. Four. Yeah. What's the math? How many years is that? I mean, how many, how many, how much money per year? Well, uh, when you divide it, it's me. like around 20 something, no? Yeah, that's about right. Like that's how much they're going to give them? That, that, that's how much they want to give them? Yeah. They can do that? Yeah. I think they, they can. Right yeah. him, you they, baboon. They don't have, they don't have a lot. They have Luca. They have, uh, they just, uh, that's it. You know, well, they, they got think, Dinwiddie. They got Dinwiddie too. Luca's contract like kicks 30. in this upcoming season. That's why Luca's contract, yeah. Dinwiddie's making But they 30. can do it because of the bird. Tim no, Hardaway Jr. is making 25 trade. or 20. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You trade, you trade him for his OG, bro. Make, if they can get OG, wow. Bro, that's it, bro. They win a championship next year. That's okay. crazy. Okay. And they're going to get carried like for the that. minimum. That's what I'm bro. saying. Like, they need, <laughs> not like a Jeremy here, but they need, like, a wing. Like, a wing to really, They need like, me out there, if I'm being honest. I'm nice. Listen, uh, let's move on to another topic <laughs> I wanted to get into. Uh, and it, it might be the last one. We'll see. I don't know. I'm tired. But uh, there's one, one last thing I wanted to discuss with you guys. And it is uh, this upcoming free agency. Now, the Kyrie Irving, obviously, we, we talked about it, but what team do you think is in desperate need of making a trade, making a signing? Like, like what's that one team that you're like, okay, this could either help them win now or they got to just rebuild? I'm going to start off with, with this one. Oh, never mind. Go ahead, Isandro. No, so no, no. You say yours. Result. You say yours. We'll go around. We'll say ours, and then you All can right. explain so yours I, first. I'm, I'm going to go with, I think, the obvious one. Utah. Uh, I think Utah uh, needs to yeah, make a move like right now. Uh, Rudy Gobert has to go. Frankly, if I'm them, I'm trading both of them away and I'm rebuilding, rebuilding. everything, yo. Starting from scratch, dog. You're blowing my I mean, mind, Jason. I, I would say the same thing about the Nets too, but I don't really care about that. But I, I'm, you know, I'm starting up, you know, from the bottom, trying to get a Tyler Hero, um, some of these cats from Miami, send Donovan over there, trading Rudy for literally a bag of chips because he's a garbage trash bag. Um, but, yeah, Utah, I, I really think they got to restart. You know, losing Quinn Snyder was a really big loss. I'm, I'm being so serious. It's, it's That's Donovan Mitchell's head coach. Like, that was his coach from the beginning, and he's gone. So getting Donovan out of there, I think I think you'd rather do it now than when it's too late and the trade value goes down. You also don't want him to get hurt to the point where it's just abysmal. You know, it, it would just be uh, – it would be smart for them to trade him away. And Rudy Gobert isn't obvious. You, you got to trade him. He's, he's trash. You know, just focus on, you know, what's coming up next, man. There's a lot of these kids, you know, sixth grade. That may be nice. You know, like, they got to they gotta scrap it. You know, so that, that's my uh, that's my team. But everybody knows I, I'm an avid Utah Jazz hater. Yes. It's not even that I hate the Jazz. I just I just hate them. Um, but, yeah, yeah Rudy Gobert. I, well, I want to hear Joel's take. Well, who, who, what, what team would you say? I was going to leave it for last. Desperately need to. Yeah. Um, well, first I'll say, but I actually really like Rudy. I'm a big Rudy Gobert fan. Yo, I like Rudy too. I think he's I great. I am. I, I, I think, think he gets too great. much slack for the the Jazz I think not being able to defend on the greatest center of all time. But I think come with well, with I mean, he Rudy, he can't go Shaq. But I mean, come on. Yeah, he can't. No, he wouldn't be able to. But obviously, the man is garbage. But but Rudy, but Rudy is. I think he's a good player. I really do. I think he's re- actually. I think he's a great player, a great defensive player. I really do. I really do. Like I don't see him. Like, I understand when people say, oh, offensively, he, he can't do anything. Yeah, but, I mean, he was cooking you guys in, in USA. You know, it was France versus USA. He was cooking you on offense. So, I mean, I don't know. So, I mean, the thing with Rudy, I feel like 
I don't need him to do anything besides what he already does. And I think he's part of a team. I think he can be on a championship team. Like I would put a lot. I mean, I would, I, if I'm Boston, I would even try to look for Rudy. Like, cause. But who are you I, giving I up would. for Rudy? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, but I'm just saying, you know, like he would kind of, even if I gave up and I'm talking about like on 2K. All right. Let's just say two, cause not like if age is not a factor, I want Rudy instead of Rob, but because there's age and, and Rob is 25, I think, or 26, you know, I, I, I'm going to stick with Rob, but anyway, but I'll get back into your question. I just wanted to defend Rudy Gobert real quick. Um, but I, I think Chicago, because in Chicago, I don't understand what direction they're trying to go in. I feel like the attitude behind a lot of their players are like, okay, so now what? But it shouldn't be so now what? I think that they should try to develop this winning culture again in, in, in Chicago. They're in the East, so I don't want them to win or anything. But I think if they get rid of Vooch, and maybe they trade for Rudy Gobert. If they get Rudy. But who are they giving up besides Vooch? Because obviously. Yeah, but Vooch, you give up Kobe, Kobe. White. Yeah, Kobe's not, he's not staying there. You know, they just drafted another guard, actually. And I think he's going to yeah. be way better than Kobe right now. So, yeah, yeah give up Kobe. Um, you can give up Patrick Williams. No, no. Yes, yeah, you can no. give up Patrick easily. No. But Patrick is a perfect fit on this team. No, Even if he doesn't amount to anything, he could be a nice 3 and D wing. Oh, before, before championship, you have DeRozan, Levine, Ball, Caruso. Patrick, Patrick Williams. Caruso off the bench, forward. Patrick Williams, and then yeah. Rudy. Yeah, but is 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 Utah going to be okay with just Kobe White and Vooch? No. Absolutely. You need to put – I don't think oh, so. You can probably well, throw in another player in some picks, no? Throw, yeah, some, I mean, yeah, throw, throw Derrick but, Jones Jr. up in there or something. I don't know, but ain't no they way I'm giving up Patrick him, Williams for I mean, Rudy Gobert, They kind of need Derrick Jones Jr., to be honest. No. They I, 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 I don't – I, I, he can jump high, but, like, whatever. He's a good backup big for them, if you guys have paid that attention this year he's six seven he's not a big yeah, he's like six like yeah. a small ball big obviously baboon no I, don't, he, I'm, I disagree i disagree with with joel like uh, this is uh, i love this because we're disagreeing rudy gobert trash and i'm gonna tell you why um he can't play defense like like real perimeter defense like he's okay. a, he's a big. why why are you no, he's a big. Like, wait wait hold up he doesn't need why to are you asking <laughs> wait, wait hold up hold up hold up hold up let me make a real, let me make a call real quick to quinn snyder uh quinn Why'd you quit? Because Rudy Gobert couldn't play defense on the perimeter, bro. They lost to the Clippers without Kawhi. Why does? But ask yourself, why does he need to play perimeter defense? Why would he need to play defense? Bro, okay, look, just look at Boston. You as a Boston fan, you are pissing me off right now. Because as a Boston fan, look at the team. How did they play? They played amazing perimeter defense all over the floor, all over the court. And you're saying, oh, I wouldn't want Rudy. But, but that interior presence could play perimeter defense. Watch this. Robert though, watch Williams. This. Robert Williams watch. isn't a bad isn't a bad on ball defender on the perimeter. Rudy oh, Gobert yeah. is an atrocious, atrocious on ball defender when bad. it comes to the perimeter. Isandro. Isandro. Yo, just go back to the Clippers. Terrence Mann, bro. Terrence Mann was cooking him up. And then this this um this playoff who did they lose to? I don't even remember because they were so bad. Dallas. Um they lost to De- bro. Jail, they, lo- they, they lost. They lost to. They lost to da- Jalen Brunson. Where did he go? He went inside the paint. Took Rudy Gobert inside the. Bro, get the hell out of here, bro. But, but Rudy how Gobert is, is but, the but worst why? center in the NBA right now. 
the, the perimeter defense that Utah plays as a team, who who do they have? They got nobody. Jordan so, Clarkson, so if every, every single time somebody decides to drive, which is every play, which was Jalen Brunson had 40, I think, in the paint. I, I'm, I'm exaggerating, but it feels like he had 40 on floaters and getting to the basket is because he was getting around his man every single play. And Rudy okay. has to guard that every single play while guarding his man, while making sure there's no passes. I'm, to I'm all for While that. watching I'm all, all the backdoor cuts. He's I'm right. You're that. wrong, Jason. Joel spitting. I'm all for that. But, bro, what, he has to guard his man on the three. Why? 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 Because they don't know how to run a, a defense, which is crazy to me because – they had one of the best defensive head coaches, didn't they? And and they could have run they could have ran a zone that would have prevented that from happening, but they didn't, and that, that's on them. But you're telling me that Rudy Gobert on the perimeter, he, he does not work. He's not good. He is not. He There's is a lot not of bigs who can't do that, man. But okay, but okay. Now okay, I'm gonna be honest. It's the contract. It, it, getting all that money. He's overpaid. Yeah, you're right. So that's my point. Like, why I would you want to? I tri- actually don't think he's overpaid. I be only because 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 what? because if you put Rudy Gobert like if you put Rudy Gobert on a on a team like that, he is so essential to defense as as guarding uh, like well overpaid in general like, but not by Utah over like I if I'm if I'm like I don't know if I'm uh, Orlando, I'm not gonna give him that much money because he's not going to change my franchise. But if I'm a team like Chicago, I, I may have to to do. I mean, not really Chicago because it's, it's a trade. But I'm saying if I, if he's a free agent, That's and the, if I'm a team, team like Chicago, bro. there's a lot of teams that could use that who are at the top already. Like let's just like Portland, like Portland. Who who do they have in the interior? Who do they have? But they have yeah, a bunch of guys. Advantage. They have a bunch of guys on the wing who can kind of move, try to play more defense than at least what he's surrounded with in Utah. So there's a lot of teams that are that are like right that they have the good players around them. They play defense, and they just maybe need a guy like that. Then you give him money. So I think would you trade DeAndre? Him. Would you trade DeAndre in for? for yeah. Oh yeah, in a heart, in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Definitely. Quickly. I love that. Quickly. I, I mean, Rudy's I would, better. I would too. All right. Now that's <laughs> that's what Rudy is who DeAndre I'm, I'm like, wants to be. I, y'all. It's maybe who DeAndre Ayton thinks he is on defense. No, no, no okay, no, nah, that's why, that's why, no. Nah. If y'all know DeAndre, he he's, he's, he's not a good defender. DeAndre is, is a good defender, but no, no, no don't, it's, don't. It's, When he gets a block, he's like, yeah, I'm Rudy, yeah. DeAndre, like he wants I mean, to be Rudy. Rudy, Rudy is, people run away from the paint because they don't want to go into, not, they don't want to. Yeah, but you see what Jalen had to do to, to score on Rudy. He did, like, turn around Brunson, in the paint, not but not really in the paint, turn not around Luka, jumpers. And it looked really Dorian, nice, but it was, it was some tough Dwight, shots. Not Maxi. Nah, bro, I mean, they 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 went in the paint on him, and he's trash. But anyway, I, I totally forgot the other – what my original question was, which was about was, – was about teams. Oh, yeah, you it's just like Yeah, so I, yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking if, if Chicago kind of makes a trade for a big man like that, um, get rid of Vooch. Do you think Levine is staying? Levine, I, I hope he does. I hope I he does. So. I think I want him to stand. I saw, I saw the problem being that he wanted he wanted to be the face of the franchise. I mean, Zach Levine doesn't is, come off though. as that guy though. No, but he doesn't come off. They're going to give him the party. No, but I'm saying he doesn't come off as the guy to complain about that. So I feel like it's a rumor. I don't oh, think it's yeah. true. He's, he doesn't true. come off as the kind of guy that's like, 
I, I want to be number one. I want to be like, he just didn't come off like that. So if his yeah. team's having success, he I should feel like be though. Have... I feel like if he does that, his mentality, he's going to be one of the best. But uh, Isandro, you're the last guy here, man. Let us know. What's your um, team that needs to do something? Uh, like I said signing, earlier, Philly, Philly. I mean, oh, Philly, yeah. you were the one who was saying it in a couple pods like a couple months ago. Like, Philly doesn't have any bench, any bench Praise depth. Me. They have well, no they bench. The Anthony, the Anthony Mellon? The Anthony Mellon, yeah. Lovely. So they got one. Great. Three or four mm-hmm. more to go. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think is going to happen with uh, James Matisse. Harden's contract? Oh, well. Before, before, you get, before we, we talk about that real quick, Matisse Thibel, man, he might be traded and he might get traded to Portland. He so should be traded thing. to Portland, but for what? Mentioned. Josh Hart? No, it, it's a. It was like a three-team deal that they're that we're trying to work out. Um, uh-huh. Just, just Simmons can't leave. Simmons and and Lillard, and you can trade anybody else on that team. Oh yeah, no, I agree. Simon, 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 Simon's, yeah, Simon's. Um, but yeah, Thibault might get traded, and if he does, he might open up a roster spot for PG Tucker. Who knows? But yeah, uh, what what would you? Oh, yeah, James Harden thing. Uh, you saw Patrick Beverly, bro, like all over ESPN for like that good yeah. week. Yeah. What was he so, saying? That, he was that, saying that that yeah, James, right. he was saying James is, deserves the supermax because he's a fantastic player, and JJ Redick was like, he's JJ a fantastic player, but he doesn't deserve the supermax. I love JJ. JJ is the reason why ESPN is revived. Yeah. He, yeah you know JJ Redick. Uh, fun fact: he gave him fifteen dollars. I saw your tweet. He yeah. gave you fifteen dollars. <laughs> Yeah, well, the old oh. man in the three, his podcast. Gave you oh, his podcast, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Shout out Tommy Alter and JJ. But anyway, yeah, yeah I, I, um, I find it so stupid that Beverly said that. But I look, let's be, let's be real. Harden isn't worth that amount of money that people are saying. He's not worth $60 million at 37 years old. Frankly, no one is unless your name is LeBron. Like, no one deserves that amount of money at that age for what he's giving you on the court. He's injured. He's out of shape like every season at least he has been since his Houston days and he's not Houston Harden he's yeah. Philly Harden now he's now he's officially a distributor before he was a distributor who can score 40 night you know now he's a distributor and he has to be because Embiid is the guy he's their best player and it's not a Kobe and Shaq not at all it, it's it's more of like a Derek Fisher and Derek Fisher and Pau Gasol, <laughs> you know, like except obviously Embiid is like amazing, yeah. but uh, you know, it's is he worth money? Yeah, he's worth some money. He's he's deserved some money because he did a lot for Houston. But the thing is, he's not on Houston. He hasn't done much for Philly because he's only been there for half a year. So does he deserve the max? No, he does not. Do I see him getting at least thirty million a year for the next four years? By the time he's 37, absolutely. I can I think even see him getting three 40. Years, probably. I can even see him getting 40 million by the time he's 37. But is he worth the big mass contract? Absolutely not. Will he stay in Philly? Absolutely he will. Because why would he leave? It's that's the team he wanted to go to in the beginning. Daryl Morey is his guy. I'm assuming D'Antoni's gonna be on their bench real soon. Whether Doc leaves or not, D'Antoni's gonna be there some way, somehow. And then trying to bring in players like PJ, players that he's played with before. It's, it's inevitable. They're, he's gonna stay. Are they gonna win? I don't know, but he's definitely gonna stay. Joel, if you got something to say about it. Yeah, I mean, if they bring in guys, I mean, Philly could be one of those teams that that does make a run, uh, and I think James Harden could be part of that. But yeah, definitely not worth the supermax anymore. And it's I feel like watching him, 
you know, I used to argue and say, like, I thought James Harden was a little bit better than people gave him credit for. And then I see this decline and I'm like, oh, maybe I was wrong because it's just it dropped so hard. Like it went from everything he threw. I mean, he'll throw up anything, you know, as a rocket and the ball was going in. He had a small little he was getting into it a little bit, you know, in Brooklyn. And and then it just it's only been what I mean, how many years? Like three, two years? It's only been two years, yeah, since he's two left. Two years, him. and it just yeah. looks so weird to not see James Harden put up 40. It's just weird to me. And I feel like that's why you paid him. You paid him because he can – oh, he sucks on defense. Oh, you know, he doesn't really try that hard. Yeah. But he gives me 45 a night. I mean, I'm not going to – I can't really get upset. It's like 10 assists and 80 rebounds. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't think he deserves a max. But, like you said, I think maybe 30, 30-ish – yeah. Early year, I can see that just happening because it's James Harden. Yeah, it's it's the name, and and I mean there was there was a few good games that, that they had with Philly yeah. with him and Embiid. It was just again it's injuries, you know. But now he's yeah. gonna have a full off season to worry about it, you know, and and hopefully he weight. actually takes advantage of it, mm-hmm. you know. And it, but it's hard to lose some weight when you're you know thirty four, uh, thirty three. Yeah. You know, it's not the same when you were twenty three, right? Not yeah. everybody so, is LeBron James, who spends millions yeah. on his body. You know, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And if if there's anything else you guys would want to talk about, maybe the Lakers. Shout out Darvin Ham. You know, I know Joel Joel said something before about Russ. You know, you think Russ is still gonna be? He's gonna come back to be you know, real Russ. You know. Well, I guess what I felt was I saw him on in, in D.C. and you look at his numbers, and people always came at him for the numbers, but that team was garbage before he got there. Like that was a really, really bad team. And he helped these young guys kind of believe in themselves. And, and then he started playing really well. And then the team, I think they made the playoffs or at least the play yeah. something. They, they, I, don't, they, I think they actually, I think they made the playoffs and got swept or something like that. They lost to you. To right. Philly. No, no, it wasn't to us. No, it wasn't to us. But they lost. And it's like, but he, I thought he was garbage. That's what everybody was saying that Russ was yeah. done. Russ, it's over for Russ. But look what he did. And then he goes to L.A. right after that. And now he can't shoot and all this stuff. And it's like, well, it has to be sometimes in in people's careers. Not everybody's LeBron. Not everybody's Kevin Durant. They just have a down year. And uh, I just felt like, yes, Russ's shooting has been bad over the years. And he makes bad decisions sometimes. But, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's the LA culture. Something I don't. I don't understand it. I don't really get where it came from. But I just feel like he's good enough to still be a factor on a team. Yeah, I I agree. I think he's gonna be. He's gonna fit really well. And hopefully, Darvin Ham uses him in, in the correct way. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, you know, playing obviously with the starters because he's a starter. But you know, mainly playing with the bench and and putting players around them that that might work out and. Who knows? I mean, maybe uh, another trade is coming. A few signings. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're what they're what they plan on doing. But there's definitely a lot of options out there, and I hope that they don't re-sign you know, freaking thirty-eight-year-old players <laughs> for the mm-hmm. team because that was just that was different. And Kendrick Nunn, um, except there's qualifying. Yeah, he was out the whole year. I don't know what that was. So yeah. he might he might be a, you know he might help out. So we'll see. Uh, Think but they're keeping they're... Malik? No, nah, hell no. Oh man, what's Malik is gonna go to like Houston. Some someone's gonna give him money. Like he's you know who I actually said like like years ago during a draft. I was like Stanley Johnson's gonna be that guy. (laughs) 
and I was right for about 15 like games. Two weeks? Yeah, I was I was right, <laughs> right for, yeah. for a few games. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. I mean Stanley Johnson, he remember that uh that one summer he was dropping like 60 points like Bro. in the summer against all these other random players. Like Stanley you know? Johnson, I, I actually think he's better than his opportunities. I think that they just kind of stopped him when he wasn't playing well. They're like, oh, like we'll just give up on him. Yeah, he just came up. Like we're already losing. It was he was in Detroit, so it's like yeah. Detroit's like, oh, whatever. We'll, we'll just go out to another to another guy. Yeah, right? and then we see him play really well in LA. It's like, right? How, I mean, what? You know, that was confusing. <laughs> um, and then all the guys got healthy, and they're like, go back to the bench. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like Stanley Johnson. I'm still. I'm. I'm always gonna be high on Stanley Johnson. Get him. Get him to Boston, man. This is My Stanley guy. Johnson. Uh, Stanley Johnson. You know who I think may end up coming to Boston one day. Harry Giles, Giles. Oh, yeah, I, I think so too. Only because he's good friends with the entire team. <laughs> like, well, I, I was there. I fought. Well, yeah, he was there. He was there. He was right. Yeah. And, and I follow. I follow all the all the Celtics players, and like wh- whoever is like out doing whatever, he's there. Harry's always there. And I'm like, that'd be kind of nice to have him on the team. Tall guy can rebound. Um, only issue with him is his injuries his injury is really bad. i don't even want like I, I don't need him to be a star or anything oh, he's going for the vibes just come in yeah exactly <laughs> for the vibes. he's playing with his friends like <laughs> you know it'd be cool yeah that's kind of what i wanted in uh in houston with paolo and and terry that you know i thought that you know that mm-hmm. seattle connection with kp yeah. but it is what it is uh but Overall, guys, if there's nothing else you want to talk because there was a lot. We impacted a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. You saw me really get mad at the fact that these guys really said Rudy Gobert <laughs> is a, an amazing player. Hey, we do not, we do not said, stand for Rudy Gobert slander. They said Rudy Gobert, Gobert is the greatest Utah center slander, of all time. Yes. They said Rudy not, Gobert not is the greatest Gobert. center of all time, and we all know that's not true. So, Shaq, um, I love you. I hate Rudy. <laughs> these guys obviously love Rudy, but whatever. Uh, but, guys – Thank you guys for joining, Joel. It was a pleasure having you on, bro. Yeah, it was, it was honestly like you know, I, I actually like people that know what they're talking about. So I appreciate that you came through, Isandro. Shots um, fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, you know, we're all dunces here for a reason. You're honorary dunce here, and Joel. Uh, but overall, guys, thank you. Please uh, hit that like button down below if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on Spotify or whatever. Also, like it. I think you can. Uh, Please like, subscribe, hit the like button down below again. You know how we say it twice. And uh, please shout us out to all your friends, families, cats, dogs, sisters, brothers, and grandmothers. And we will be back soon with another pod. I don't know when. Potentially every week. I don't know. Maybe twice a week. I don't non-sports. Know. We'll see. Oh, we got to do a non-sports, bro. We will. And I think I think we'll do that sooner rather than later. Uh, but the boy's been waiting for two months. Yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, but there's a lot more that we'll definitely unpack. Uh, hopefully, this video gets views. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway, we are out. Peace.